Hello mates, how are y'all doing? I know what brought you here. Uh-huh, yeah, we do. Don't worry, we're here to enlighten you more about sex. And yes, we should normalize saying it because it is completely normal. Sex, this podcast aims to share to our listeners the importance of contraceptives and its proper uses in the Philippines and why the youth needs it. Now, we have Julia from Dima joining us today as we tackle more about it. Hi, Julia. Kindly introduce yourself to our listeners for today's podcast. Hi, my name is Julia Kuhn-Hing. I'm one of the founders of Dima. Um, Dima essentially is an online pharmacy geared towards sexual and reproductive health. Okay, that's so cool. Um, when did you guys start? So we started around early last year, right? As the pandemic hit, pretty much. Um, I started it with my older brother. He's the co-founder. His name is Carlo. Basically, what happened was we were in the car one day and we were just kind of making cuento about, you know, our friends and stuff who had, um, you know, pregnancies, like unwanted pregnancies or who had, you know, gotten STIs. And he was just frustrated because he's 12 years older than me, but he was hearing the same stories about my friends that he was hearing from when he was his age, with from when he was my age. Uh, so we decided, you know, that there's obviously a gap that needs to be filled. So we started Dima. So what is it exactly that Dima does? So what we do is we offer, I mean, the goal is to offer all of the things that are kind of embarrassing for people to buy at pharmacies, right? So things like birth control pills and erectile dysfunction medicine, or even the basics like lube and condoms, we offer them on our website. Uh, One of the hurdles that we encountered was, of course, for example, birth control pills or erectile dysfunction medicine, or even medicine for like UTIs and yeast infections. These things require prescriptions. So we teamed up with partner doctors who are able to fill out prescriptions based on a questionnaire that we also offer. on our website so the questionnaires um and the prescriptions are free uh so that's sort of how we addressed the issue of prescription medication okay cool so would you say the main purpose of dima is to kind of make contraceptives more accessible yeah we want to make it more accessible we want to make it less um of a stressful experience as well because it's not necessarily that contraceptives are unavailable here it's more that the process of getting one is so taxing in so many different ways right that is so true and especially this this concept of you know being shy about it and being ashamed of buying contraceptives but it's no secret that there are so many different types of contraceptives so which ones do Dima sell so we sell Um, birth control pills and we sell condoms unfortunately we can't offer things like IUDs right because that's like a whole procedure that you would need to go into the clinic for so we do offer different types of birth control pills so we offer the different generations and we offer birth control pills for breastfeeding mothers as well and then yeah the basics so two different types of condoms could you elaborate more on these generations about these pills that you mentioned Yeah, so essentially there are four generations, although, okay, so the first generation is the oldest one, right? And the fourth is the the newest one. Um, People don't really take the first generation anymore because from what I understand, the side effects are quite severe. 
So as the newer generations came out, the side effects did change and lessen, and also the uses are a little different. So the second generation, all of them though are equally um, efficient when it comes to preventing pregnancy. It's just that the fourth generation, for example, um, it has the fewest side effects in terms of things like uh, water retention, um, headaches, things like that, right? Um, the third generation is, is great for people who have PCOS, right? Which is the polycystic ovarian um, syndrome. And then the second generation is also good. It's also good for PCOS and like managing your, um, your cycle. And it tends to be the cheapest one as well. The only issue is if you're sensitive, sometimes you will get the side effects like unwanted side effects that do come with taking birth control pills but all of them are good for um preventing pregnancy and all of them are safe for use okay that's so cool so um how do you actually use contraceptives properly um let's start with condoms right so condoms i think one thing that people don't really understand and i i blame movies for this is storage is quite important right so um i think people have the impression that they can keep condoms in their wallet or in the car or in the bathroom and one thing that's very important is that you prevent any sort of friction so automatically wallets should be not considered a storage option right and then another thing is heat and humidity can damage them so that's why you're not supposed to keep them in your bathroom and you're not supposed to keep them in your car right because your car gets very very hot and your bathroom gets very very humid um another thing about condoms is you need that it's ideal that you use lube to prevent friction again um and also that you use a specific kind of lube because other types can damage it so it's recommended that you use water-based lube of course you have to read the instructions on how to put it on Uh, you have to change the condom sometimes within the same sexual interaction depending on what you're doing Uh, it's just really important to look into how to use a condom like it's a little bit nuanced right but it's quite effective it should be around 98 percent effective if you're using it properly so um, the optimal storage place for a condom would be just any like cool dry place you know like a drawer in your room something okay. like that yeah so and for lube what type would you suggest uh i think the safest bet really would be just a water-based lube mm-hmm. that's that's usually what's recommended why is it that um condoms for example don't come with lube if you kind of have to use it um i think people just expect you to buy it separately i know that some condoms do have a lubricant like inside but i don't know maybe there should be packages actually (laughs) (laughs) true that's a good point so for birth control how how would one use it properly well it depends on which birth control you're getting um for example there are some birth control pills and the pack I don't know if you've ever seen one, but the pack, it sort of has like the days written on it for you so that you can keep track like of where you are in the pill pack because you take it once a day. Generally, it's instructed that you start 
the birth control pill on the first day of your period um, and that you don't have unprotected sex for the first five days. That's the ideal. Um, five days to a week. And then uh, it's also recommended, of course, that you take it around the same time every day. If you're taking a combination type pill, which is one of the three generations that we offer, um, there's more leeway. But if you're taking the progestin-only pill, which is for breastfeeding moms, it's also called a mini pill, then you need to take it like pretty much at the exact same time every day, right? So it kind of depends on which pill you got. Also, some of them have um, placebo pills. So this basically just helps you keep track of the timing because if there's no placebo pill in the pack, then sometimes you have to wait like five days in between each pack. And some people have a difficult time like managing their schedule, right? So it depends. I mean, generally rule of thumb is just like pick a time of day to take your pill and then take one and you should be fine. There are also like different instructions depending on if you missed one pill, then you just take the missed pill as soon as you remember. If you missed two pills, then there's something else in the mind that you have to do. But all of those things come with the pack of pills that you have. So you just have to read up on it. So for the placebo, how can you tell whether the pill is a placebo or not? Oh, it's a different color. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Yeah, there's usually like five of them. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. for the first five days, would you say that you can have protected sex? Yeah, you definitely can. Um, I mean, again, like it's recommended that you do take the pill first day of your period. So I don't know if you'd want to, but you can. <laughs> um, the reason I think for the unprotected rule is, is more like if you're taking it outside of your cycle, like if you're taking it outside of your period, then you're not, it's not guaranteed that you are protected yet until around five days later. Okay. So mm-hmm. for um, birth control pills, what is the efficacy rate? Well, if done perfectly, I think it's 99%. 99%. Okay, wow. And what are the benefits and importance of each contraception? There are actually so many benefits to taking birth control pills. Like it doesn't you don't need to be um sexually active to benefit from taking birth control pills and I think this is something that people don't understand. Um for one, again, like I mentioned it earlier, but for people with PCOS birth control pills are the way to manage i mean among other things like your diet and things like that right but birth control pills really really help manage because um you know it helps manage the cramps it helps manage like the weight fluctuations things like that birth control pills also can really help with pms um they can really really help with cramps they can prevent acne um they can even help with things like excessive hair growth um yeah they're just used for so many things like there's really a diverse you know um there's like a big range of things that you can use birth control pills for and the thing about condoms too which like people also don't really think about enough is they're the only way to prevent sexually transmitted infections right like birth control pills can't do that it's only condoms that can protect you. Um, would you know whether or not female condoms will become a bigger thing here in the Philippines? I don't know. You know, it's really difficult to predict 
what's going to become a thing here or not. Like until now, people are still afraid of of birth control pills. Until now, so many people feel like they don't need to use condoms, right? right. So it's really difficult to predict. I think like what would go well, like. Yeah, what would fly with the people in this country? Because our education system, right? It kind of prevents people from really looking into these things. So I don't know. I think it's worth looking into, mm-hmm. but I don't know if people will necessarily. So it's no secret that buying contraceptives here in the Philippines is a really big hurdle and challenge. It needs to be overcome. So mm-hmm. what exam? What exactly are some of the challenges that Filipinos experience in buying, you know, contraceptives and contraception? I mean, I think the biggest thing when it comes to that would be the stigma, right? Mm-hmm. Until now, like so many people will message us and they're like, thank you so much for, you know, like, I'm so grateful to Dima for making this easier because, you know, I've, I've gone to the pharmacy and I've been judged by the pharmacist there for buying birth control pills, right? So... I think that's the, it's like a huge deterrent for a lot of people. A lot of people also message us saying that they're afraid to even start. Like they have been afraid to even start taking the pill because they don't want to go through the hassle of going to a pharmacy. Or, you know, they're shy to go see a doctor. That's a thing too. Like people are just shy to talk about it face to face is another thing. So like going to see a doctor is like a daunting task. Not only is it like intimidating and scary, but it's also expensive, right? There are just like so many hurdles that make it difficult for people to to purchase their contraceptives, especially if it's prescription. Like they have to take a day off work and then they have to go through traffic and then they have to go to the doctor. Then the doctor will probably be late and then they have to go back into the traffic to go to the pharmacy to be discriminated against to buy the pill. Right. It's just very difficult. Right, right, right. So if you're under 18 and you need to consult a physician, how do you simply open up to your parents about needing to see one? Well, I think like, so one reason I feel that parents are so hesitant, right, to speak to their children about this is because of the whole sex aspect, unfortunately, like we're still quite conservative here, right? Um, generally speaking. So I think one way that makes it, you know, very, that makes it more approachable is maybe taking a medical standpoint to it. For example, like you want to regulate your cycle, so you would like to speak to a physician or your cramps are bad, you would like to speak to a physician, things like this, right? If you're unwilling to to discuss the, the sexual aspect of it with your parents. Um, I think also, like, if you just say that you want to speak to a doctor, you know, like an OBGYN, mm-hmm. you can. I don't think that that necessarily has to be, like, a, a very terrifying conversation, right, with your parents. If you just say, oh, I would like to, like, know that everything is sort of okay with me, you know, in that area. I would like to speak to an OBGYN. Right. Um, and, of course, if you're prescribed birth control pills for whatever reason, then that would sort of dictate how you speak to your parents about it after. Uh, I will say though that we do offer OBGYN consultations on DIMA. Um, you don't need your parents' permission for that. Okay. For the wow. consultation. Yeah. You need you need um, your parents' like 
permission to buy bills from us like you need to send us a letter but you don't need your parents' permission to book a consultation with an OB. Could I ask why that is? Um, because it's not like a prescription product, you know? It's just a consultation. So, okay. legally speaking, it's fine. So, would you suggest that someone starts taking birth control pills without consulting a physician? You can. You honestly really can. The... So... The way that we were able to do it this way, like the way that we were able to come up with this system, right, is because there are sort of standard questions that you're asked um, to get cleared to take birth control, mm-hmm. right? It's things about like your blood pressure, things about maybe pre-existing conditions, things like that. Um, you know, like whether you're a smoker, like what age you are. There are like standardized questions that will dictate whether or not the pill is safe for you and we have all of that on the website like we will ask you all of those questions and then a doctor will go through it like a like a physician will go through it and determine whether or not it's safe um if you give give an answer that's that kind of indicates it's not you know safe for you for example like you list that you have some sort of condition that complicates things then we will decline your order and get back to you and ask you follow-up questions so it's essentially kind of you know the same as going into the clinic but it's faster okay so just out of curiosity but it's no secret nowadays that a lot of people have gotten into the vaping scene right and Mm -hmm. that still be considered smoking if so how does that affect birth control it yes so it does it is considered smoking because the issue is the nicotine okay yeah so it's usually fine the when it does get a little shady is when you're over 35 and you're a heavy smoker or if you're vaping and you're past the age of 35 um that does increase some risks when that's the case we recommend the progestin only pill which is the one I mentioned earlier. It's for breastfeeding moms typically, but that one's also for people who are over 35 who smoke and for people who have issues with blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So there is still an option for you. But yes, vaping does in fact count, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. So to end our podcast, Julia, uh, maybe we can give our listeners a few tips on how we can create a healthy environment wherein the youth won't be, you know, shy when talking about contraceptives and sex. I mean, I don't think that there's any easy road to get there. Like, we have so many hurdles right now. I think that, you know, like, one thing that we can just do is to create the safe space for, you know, the people that we know and the people that we meet to discuss these sort of issues, right? And another thing is to sort of get informed, you know? Like, it... It's so scary because we know nothing about it, right? Like, that's why it's such an intimidating topic. But if we all make the effort, I think, to to get informed and to acknowledge that this is all just part of taking care of yourself, then I think that that's one big step towards destigmatizing, you know, sexual health for the next generation and for ours. Yeah. So I think just like talking about it, being willing to ask questions, being willing to see a doctor um, and encouraging other people to do the same, Right? I feel like that's already one huge step forward. And then later on, like hopefully those habits will continue on, you know, with other like young people moving forward, right? 
Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, is there any shout out or social media platforms that you, you'd like to plug in? Oh yeah, um, we're on Facebook and we're on Instagram and on TikTok now too. As <laughs> Dima Health. Um, we yeah. yeah. So if you guys have any questions, you know about birth control pills or about anything really, you can message us and we will answer to the best of our abilities. If not, then we will recommend the doctor for you. But um, if, for example, you want to get started on the pill or if you have questions about you know any of the medicines that we have, like we're more than willing to help. So just message us whenever you need. And these questions are free of charge? Yes, they are free of charge. <laughs> great, great, great. Yeah. So thank you so much, Julia. Um, and it was a great podcast. Great talking to you about contraception, contraceptives here in the Philippines. Um, and I'm Alec. And we'll see you later, mates. <laughs> Thanks, Alec. Great talking to you. Thanks as well, Julia. <laughs> Bye.